Hey guys, it's Gavin, and welcome back to Talk Story. Thank you for joining me, my returning guest, Kelsey Sugai. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Um, thank you for having me again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually had a really eventful beginning of the year, right? It's the new year, and we've had so many different things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Trips, blessings, events. <laughs> you went on a trip? Yeah. Where'd you go? To Texas. <laughs> well, you want to explain? <laughs> Why'd you go to Texas? Oh, it was uh, for family reasons. My dad and I went up to see his dad because he wasn't doing too good. So it was nice. We we got to spend a lot of time with him. So that was that was good. What, I'm, I'm glad we went. What um, what part of Texas was there? Anything <laughs> over there? This tiny little town called Bayville. Why'd you have to do it in such a southern accent? Cause everyone talks southern down there. <laughs> well, not everyone, but <laughs> most people did. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't that be close to like Mexico? So what if someone was, so if someone was Mexican and they went to the southern part of Texas, would they have a, a southern Mexican accent? <laughs> How like, would that Ola. work? Ola. <laughs> it sounded kind of British too. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, we we suck at accents. Hola, <laughs> guys. Senors. Okay, we don't want to offend anybody, so <laughs> let's let's stop right there. <laughs> I'm Filipino. That that means I'm part Hispanic. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyway, yeah. So um, I also got a car. Yay! As a gift Yay! from <laughs> paid in full. A, a very nice person. <laughs> yeah, that was that was incredible. Like that, our 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 old car was falling apart was overheating all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And it was ugly. No offense, but that was an ugly car. <laughs> I can say that now that we have a new car. Yeah, it was no, it was pretty ugly. I, I admit it was very The interior was like all scratched up. It looked like people barfed on stuff and <laughs> Okay, well not that bad. <laughs> but you know, it just it looked it, was it blood looked on like the seatlings. Ew. <laughs> It was, it was melting. <laughs> it was just time for that car to go, so the timing couldn't have been better. And yeah, I kicked it. it was, I kicked it. You know, it was time to go. I was like, "Get out of here, car! <laughs> Get out of here!" <laughs> but it's interesting because you saw that car again later. I did. I I parked in back of it. Actually, I saw it a few times in in Kaneohe, and I'm just like, "Hmm, I wonder who has my car." This mystery person. Mm. Shout outs to the mystery person that has my car or my old car, not my car anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm surprised because I thought that thing was like done, like broke. Like done. Like done, like son. Done. But yeah, I guess apparently they revived it somehow. I don't know how they did that. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> they sent it to the doctor, <laughs> <laughs> they gave it its shots. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it still has the dent. Yeah, yeah, like they never even fixed that. They never. It's like, why would anyone want that car? <laughs> I mean, it does. It does cost quite a bit of money to fix like a dent and stuff like that and mm. all that stuff. But yeah, it's it's good to see my old car still running. Yeah, but it's great to drive this new car. Oh man! <laughs> and um, man, the, I was just, I was just blown away because like, drive. I I mean, I've driven new cars before. But I've never really drove one on a daily basis. Yeah. And it's a Honda, mm. which is weird because... We were all set on getting a Toyota. I, I was set on getting a 
a Toyota Camry, and the guys at Toyota Windward, I I don't like them. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shoutouts to Toyota Windward. I don't like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but Honda Windward, I like Honda Windward. They you have made a believer out of you. I'm a believer now. <laughs> I believe in you, Honda. <laughs> Honda Windward. <laughs> hey, if you guys want, if you guys want, you guys can um sponsor this show too. You yeah. know, if you want to. <laughs> Bring in the sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the I have a Honda Accord Sport, which it drives great. You know, it's nice on the freeway. Mm. Um, it's very fast. I mean, it's mm. really fast. Yeah. Much faster than my old car. Yeah. My old car would take forever to get up a hill. But this one is like, oh, no. oh there's a hill. Oh, up the hill we go. Yeah, that thing wasn't zero to 100 real quick. It was... Zero to hundred in a hundred <laughs> seconds. <laughs> oh, hundred, and you pause right there. Seconds. Because <laughs> I wasn't sure whether to say minutes or hours, and then I was like, uh, "Well, seconds is still pretty long." <laughs> so that, that's that's a minute and forty seconds. That's almost two minutes for it to get from one mile per hour or zero, or zero miles per hour to a hundred miles per hour. That's a long time nowadays. Shoutouts to units of time. <laughs> <laughs> shout outs to Stone too. I mean, since we're doing all these shout outs. <laughs> shout outs to Stone. <laughs> shout outs to Professor Kanoe out there. Shout outs to you. Making man. all his weird posts. <laughs> Actually, I uh, well, good thing I brought that up because I wanted to talk about this. Um so I went on a, a cruise recently. Oh yeah. Um with um uh, one of my professors he invited he invited me to go on a cruise with him. It was it was more of a networking cruise, but mm. then like it was for a couple hours, but it was very cool just being on the Atlantis cruises. Yeah, then. for sure. Uh, the last time I went on it, or actually, yeah, the last time it was like it was like 5th grade and we did whale watching. Ooh. And then I was like, "Wow, I haven't been on this this ship in a long time." And then we we saw whales again. Oh. And it was just it was just crazy cuz like and they were fluking. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they, they're flukes. <laughs> they're, they're what? What? <laughs> that doesn't sound right. They're fluking. They were fluking. <laughs> Those flukers. <laughs> Wait, I gotta look it up. What does fluking mean? <laughs> <laughs> Probably gonna show up on Urban Dictionary. Fluking could be. <laughs> okay, stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> what does it say? Fluke, one of the lobes of a whale's tail. So what is... A lobe? Fluke. Like an airlobe? There's no, like, fluking. <laughs> so okay, never mind. I don't know what fluking is. <laughs> it's, it's not even a definition in the dictionary. <laughs> so it's a lobe, like an earlobe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So is that just basically mean that the, the, I'm the sorry, tails guys. are... We're, we're, un- we're uneducated on... Uh, uh, marine life <laughs> on whales. <laughs> so, if anybody knows what a whale is out there, and <laughs> if you know what a whale is, you're one of the few. <laughs> if, if you know terminology about whales, then please email me at talkstory4 at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, anyway, so your cruise, right? It's all whales. So cruise, and um, I kind of want to more go more in depth to it because, um, besides the cruise, just um, being in school, you mm. know, I meet all these different people. I met Professor Kanoe. Um, I've been meeting 
all these different students who do different things. Um, and when I first went to Winter Community College, I didn't meet any of these people. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, nobody really said, like, oh, I'm a, I'm a scientist or, oh, I'm doing this and this and that. And th nobody really had a direction. But then going to University of Hawaii West Oahu, I met, meet all these different majors and mm. these people that are specializing in different things like finance or you know i i just met someone across the street who who go who works at mcdonald's as a manager and i wouldn't have ever met this guy before if um i didn't go to uh west oahu because i met him at uh west and he said oh i work at i work at mcdonald's in, in kaneohe and i was like oh wait <laughs> <laughs> i know you <laughs> So now we get free Sundays. Not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I think um, I think what's what's really cool is you know I we I had a talk with um, Patrick Lee or he came to do a presentation at UH West Oahu. And who is that? Uh, Patrick Lee is the found. He's a co-founder of Rotten Tomatoes. Ah, so does me. And what he was talking about was you know in in college networking is super important. Mm. And besides, you know, classes, I mean, we learn every day, right? We do classes, we mm -hmm. learn every day. But I think what's really important about college is the network you can develop mm -hmm. from all these different people that are pursuing a similar similar interest that, you're, that mm -hmm. we're going into. Like or maybe. even people who don't have similar a similar path, but their talents or their career can benefit you. So, like... For example, you could have a IT person helping you with your business. You know, you, right. you might not be specializing in IT, but you know this guy, you clicked and he'd say, hey, you know, help me out with this, you know, the tech over at my business, you know. So it, yeah, networking isn't just for your career, f career field, but finding other p career fields that can work together. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly. what's so valuable about that. I was thinking about this because I see a lot of people when they, you know, after college, and a lot of them don't, you know, they get a degree, but then they end up at McDonald's or something or another job, right? And I think getting a degree is great, right? It, it's great in college. Yeah. And I, w I was thinking why college is so important. It's because, like I said, the networking. Yeah. So for students that are in college, like myself, I know I noticed this when I was working at um, Winter Community College. I think... What's important is not just getting the degree, but then linking with people of similar interests mm -hmm. or um, not just similar interests, but just just linking with a bunch of people, mm -hmm. you know, your professors, people that um, people that can influence your, your life. Yeah. Finding right? people that that have a potential that have some sort of value that they can add to you or your business. Right. Yeah. Or or just. Even if it doesn't lead anywhere, just being able to meet them mm -hmm. and just linking with them, that's I think that's more important than just pursuing a degree. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think some students get so caught up in like, oh, I have to get this degree, I have to get this degree. That's the only thing I'm here for. Forget mm -hmm. about other people, forget about meeting people, forget about mm -hmm. reaching out, forget about tutoring, forget <laughs> about all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm just gonna focus on my my degree yeah especially nowadays people have really devalued socializing and networking because you know it's like oh i can just email someone oh i can just you know hook uh, hook up with them on facebook and then right. we'll never talk again you know it's like there's there's not a lot of value anymore in that 
networking things. So mm-hmm. I think our generation and those below us have to realize, you know, that's that's their key to success. It's the people around you. It's not the degree in your hand. Right. You know? um, I want to talk about people with um, double majors specifically. And I was talking with my um, my vocational rehab counselor mm. about, you know, double majors. And I was... I was going to pursue um, accounting and then hospitality and tourism, mm. but then he talked me out of it and he said it's better to just kind of focus on one major, like accounting. Mm. And I think he was, you know, in in my opinion, I think he was right because I was just kind of looking at two degrees and I was like, wow, hospitality and tourism, I, I could be both of these, these things, but then not specialize in one. And... um to go along with networking, I think that if I went with hospitality hospitality and tourism, see, I'm getting tongue-tied over here. <laughs> I didn't even say hospitality. And accounting, and I did both of them, I probably would decrease my amount of networking because yeah. I would be kind of tailored to just, you know, limited in, in my in my skills because – you know, Patrick Lee was talking about you want to be able to network, but you also wanted to be, you know, you wanted to craft your skill. You want to be an expert in your field, right? Mm-hmm. And if <clears throat> better to be a, a a master of something than a jack of all trades, right? Like Bruce Lee, right? He's more afraid of the guy that mm-hmm. knows that one kick but knows a thousand ways to execute that one kick rather than a person who knows a thousand kicks, right? Yeah. And I think that's important for people to know because there's so much temptation in trying to reach for another degree or, mm. you know, more knowledge in, in something. And for me, like, like I'm s- solely accounting, mm-hmm. right? And that's my, my one field. But then from accounting, I can build off my network. Yeah. And then I could just build off um, personality and be able to j- just say, yeah. I'm accounting, but I also know how to do accounting five billion different ways. Mm. You know what I mean? Not just, I know how to do some accounting and I know how to do some hospitality and tourism. Mm-hmm. And maybe I I went, I would go into hospitality and tourism and that's solely my thing. But then I'll know how to do everything that accompanies hospitality and tourism mm. and not know anything about accounting. But then that's okay because then... You just go back to college. Yeah. And, and there are, are probably some scenarios where a double major is beneficial. Um, I can't think of any off the top, top of my head. But, you know, there's never a cut and dry way to do things. But, I I, I mean, there's only so, only so many hours in a day, only so many days in a week. Like, mm-hmm. how much can you really dedicate, you know, how much time can you really dedicate to two majors or two specialties or two different, right. you know, things and then just not really specialize in anything and you're not as reliable or, you know, stuff like, like mm-hmm. you were saying. So, yeah, th- there's a time and place for everything. <laughs> right. And I think um, places that are, you know, looking to hire, when they when they put, um, oh, we, we want a four-year degree, a bachelor's degree, um, they're not just looking at the degree, but then I think they sh- they'll be looking at the classes that this person you know their candidate took like mm-hmm. oh what what did they take oh they only took up to this accounting well then that's all they know that's their knowledge mm. but then if they took all these different classes on just accounting mm. it's like wow okay this guy is multi um 
multi-talented. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, multi-talented? For some reason, I'm thinking multi-tiered, but I don't know if that's correct I either. <laughs> I think multi-fascinated or something. Fascinate? <laughs> multi-fascinating? <laughs> you are multi-fascinating. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you meant multi-faceted? Faucited? Multi-faceted? Multi-faceted. That's what I was trying to say. Multifaceted, multifaceted, multifaceted. <laughs> but I get tongue-tied <laughs> when I talk sometimes. So. Me too. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they, they look at the classes rather mm. than just the degree. Yeah, because so when you're applying to be an accountant, they want to see your accountant qualifications. They don't mm-hmm. want to see, okay, some accountant, oh, and some hospitality too. You know, it's like, no, I'm looking for someone who can do accounting, you know. Right. And um, going into interviews... <laughs> uh, so I, this is a little bit of a sidetrack, but then I did a um, <laughs> I did an interview recently, yeah. <laughs> which is funny because I don't even work for this company. <laughs> but then I just asked, like, "Oh, can I be in the interview?" And um, they're like, "Oh yeah, sure, yeah, of course." They're two good friends of mine, so I, we just sat there. And <laughs> they're the two managers, and then they introduced me as the overseer <laughs> of the company as. <laughs> the uh, quality quality manager. <laughs> I was, bu- was going to bust out laughing. It's funny because I get these two different an- candidates, right? This one guy, super energetic, maybe a little bit too energetic, and he was just so wild. And, oh, he just kept talking and talking and talking. Very outspoken person. He's quoted scriptures, but then he swore at the same time. <laughs> so he here, here he goes. He's like, oh, Matthew 6.33, and then all of a sudden, F this, F that. <laughs> Matthew 6.33, F this, Matthew 6, <laughs> This guy just kept going back and forth. It was crazy. This guy, I, I liked his energy. I liked his overalls. <laughs> Shout out to the overalls. I like their overalls. Anyway, <laughs> very good. And then the other candidate, very soft-spoken girl. She's just like, oh, hi, my name's, uh, I'm going to say it's Martha, even though it's not Martha. Martha! <laughs> Your mom's name is Martha, too? <laughs> I'm not related to Batman. I mean, <laughs> or, Superman. or Superman. Or <laughs> Superman. Shout out to Batman and Superman. <laughs> but yeah, say? she was so boring. And, you know, we were telling her, oh, like, you know, elaborate your answers. And I was just kind of like, this is boring. Like, bring back the other guy. I want his <laughs> energy. But, I, I mean, I think he's... He just needed to give her some of his energy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something. And I think... Um, I think that kind of goes back to like what people are looking for in in hiring people too, mm. you know, because um, you know we have this one guy who's too energetic, but I love this energy, very talkative, very sociable. Too much though, mm. too much of that, and then you get this. Alternatively, you got this girl, very shy, quiet. Um, she composed very well, but then it's just too little of personality. Mm. You know what I mean? So then it kind of goes kind of goes back to the whole degree thing, right? You can have someone who's very well educated in accounting, mm. but then very low on sociable skills. Mm. And then, you know, I think jobs are looking for people that mean business, but then in a way they mean business and attitude as well mm. as you know, positivity. How can this person impact the company and make them yeah. make the company bigger? Yeah, and not to say that the shy girl didn't have any good business-like qualities, right. but on, on a first impression interview, that's kind of what you want to go for. Mm-hmm. You want to show that you're a team player, that you know you you can be a problem solver, good customer service. You know, because who who did you guys eventually lean to 
The um, shy girl or the neither. Oh, okay. Well, okay. You didn't hire either, but who did you lean to? You know, I I hmm, it's very interesting because I would have leaned towards the guy that was, you know, See? more energetic. Yeah. Um just a little bit though. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, he it, it's a little easier to have a guy with a lot of energy and tell him to tone down than to tell a shy person to tone it up. Right. You know? Yeah, I see what Yeah, you're so like he he would probably be more easily molded. Not to say that the shy girl couldn't be impactful or learn a lot or grow, but you know, just sometimes personalities that's just the way it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think for um like when I when I was working at Winter Community College, for me I was always looking for someone that I could that could be teachable. Yeah. Right? Not someone that, you know, is probably probably thinks they know everything or mm. probably someone that's um not really ready for interaction with people and stuff like that too. Mm. Because, you know, my job entailed being able to interact with professors, yeah. students on a di- sometimes and um just different staff mm-hmm. and I was always looking for people that were ready to just kind of go out there and make their own decisions and mm. you know just being independent but then also sociable right, at yeah. the same time and not so much someone who was book smart mm. e- extremely just knew things the way they did it right mm. because because anybody can be book smart you can teach someone to be book smart you mm. can teach someone to learn different things um, like for me, like uh, being an accountant or going into accounting, I'm learning it. But anybody can learn accounting, mm. right? It doesn't take a special kind of person to learn how to do accounting. You can mm-hmm. teach someone how to do that, mm-hmm. but you can't teach someone personality. They have to experience mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you can't teach them to be teachable either. Right, you can't <laughs> teach them to be teachable. They have mm-hmm. to, they have to experience that, and they have to realize that themselves. Mm-hmm. So in a way, I think. Um, just, you know, for jobs, you know, be, be someone that's sociable mm-hmm. <laughs> or let's see, if I was thinking about someone I, I would, you know, like to hire, mm-hmm. I think it would be someone that's, someone that's independent, mm-hmm. like three qualities would be independent, they're teachable, mm-hmm. you know, and they're positive mm. because, if they're positive, that uplifts the environment. They don't have to be someone who's always happy. But if they're mm. positive about something, even if it's, you know, they fail at something, but mm. then they're able to turn it into something positive. Yeah. To me, that's that's great because then they can build themselves back up. Mm-hmm. And uh, being independent, I think that's important because if someone's if they're always relying on you to help them, then when you know, if I was to go on vacation, mm. then they're just going to be lost the whole time. Yeah. And then if they're able to be teachable, I could just spill everything at them. Like, oh, do this, <laughs> do this, do this, do this. Or show them how to do all of it. And then they can duplicate it themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that to me is the workings of a great employee. Mm. How about how about for you? What would, what would be like the three qualities? I agree. Um... Let's see. I definitely believe work ethic is something that's not too common anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely one of my top three. Like, you're there, even if you don't love your job or it's not, like, your final goal or final destination, you still try to work hard. You don't have to work your butt off, but you have a job, you get it done, 
you see if there's anything else you can do to help. And if not, okay, relax, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I believe in a good work ethic. You know, independence and being teachable is definitely important. I wrote this down recently, too, for myself. What were the other two that I wrote? Mm, integrity. Okay. Integrity, integrity. and, you know, just being able to, if you screw up, you fess up. If someone else screws up or does something shady, you'll have the guts to say something. Mm. Either first to them, try to reconcile with them, and then if they're like, you know, they're still going to go through with their shady stuff, then bring it up. Mm. You mm-hmm. know, you know, just integrity to make sure the company runs ethically and, and honestly, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, there was another one. Work ethic, integrity. I guess positivity, mm. like you were saying, mm-hmm. positivity. Um, because, yeah, no, no one likes that gloomy guy at work. <laughs> People always avoid him. Eeyore. He causes problems. Huh? Eeyore. Yeah, nobody wants the Eeyore in oh, the office. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, books again. <laughs> this job sucks. Uh. Why am I here? I mean, for sure, I have Eeyore moments. I'm not proud of them, but, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just what happens sometimes. <laughs> but I don't like people who are constantly Eeyore. Like, mm. there's nothing else in their life except to be an Eeyore, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hashtag don't be an Eeyore. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess those are my, my like, things that I value in a in a worker or that I wish I had in myself. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Now, I just thought about this one. So what are three qualities you would like from an employer, like a manager or something? Mm. Like someone higher up than you. I definitely want them to be a leader, but I want them to be a servant leader. Mm. So that's kind of a term we throw around in churches and stuff, to be a servant leader. You you are a leader. You're leading a group of people, but you're willing to get down and dirty. And that sounded wrong, too. But <laughs> you're willing to get your hands dirty. That That's what I meant. You're willing to get your hands dirty <laughs> to... Interpretation. That's <laughs> What is what matters (laughs) in these podcasts? (laughs) You're willing to get your hands dirty to do the job. Um, You know, you 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 don't think anything is below you. You Mm. know, you just you work for for the team, and Mm. just because you're higher up doesn't mean you have any more power than anybody. It just means you've been chosen to carry the weight of the team. Mm-hmm. It does really it's not it's an honor but it's not really something to strive for if you're a good leader because it it's a heavy burden. Right. That you have all these people that rely on you mm-hmm. for one reason or another. So, anyway, so servant leadership um they have to be flexible. Mm. If I work best like this, but the protocol is this, can we work out a compromise? Can we talk about it? And, you know, if my way doesn't work out, then, you know, we'll go back to protocol. You know, like, mm-hmm. want them to be flexible and to help me exercise my strengths so that I can do the best for the company in right. my way. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, you can't be like my way or the highway on, mm-hmm. the, on our end. But right. So, yeah, that. And then what's another quality? 
guess I'm, I would want them to have integrity too. Mm. And of course, you know, leadership and um, servant leadership and flexibility kind of tie into that too. But, you know, someone who you could have someone who's a great leader, but they're doing all these behind the scenes shady stuff, you know. Right. So I want someone who I can feel confident in following, mm. you know, someone that, OK, I know what they're doing is best for the company or best for the group or best for the team. Right. Yeah. So those are my three things. Oh, good. What about you? For me, uh, my first one would be like, you know, servant leadership. Mm. I think that's so important because I remember going to the hymn conference and one of the I went to a session about leadership. Mm. Right. And he's the the pastor said, I, I don't remember who the pastor was, but <laughs> I remember his session. And he said that great leaders are great followers. Mm. And, you know, in order for people to. In order for someone to lead somebody, they, they have to have followers. But then they won't know what having a follower is until they follow themselves, you know, mm-hmm. because they have to be a follower. They have to be someone yeah. in their shoes mm-hmm. to know what it feels like to, mm-hmm. to follow a leader. Mm-hmm. And then when they're the leader, then they can yeah. uplift their followers as well. And that's why a lot of people who go from rags to riches, you know, they probably started by mowing lawns. Then they worked at McDonald's. Right. Then they worked at Walmart. And, mm-hmm. you know, they just mopping worked their the way up. Yeah. yeah, mopping floors and stocking shelves mm-hmm. until they made it to a place where they're successful. And they have all that work ethic and values that they developed all that time right. to become a great leader. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's different for everyone. But I feel like the rags to riches people are the ones that really understand that being the follower as well as a leader. Mm-hmm. Whereas people who, you know, get rich quick or they inherit a bunch of stuff from their family, it's like they don't understand. Entitlement. Yeah, yeah the entitlement mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's yeah. another topic in and of itself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second quality for me would be um, humbleness. Mm, I that's think, a good one. I think a great leader needs to be humble. I, mm. I think great managers need to be humble because it's kind of the same thing. But then differently when maybe... If someone is, you know, one of their employees is doing something wrong, right? Mm. And they, they screw up. But then instead of getting all mad at them, they're humble. They humble, humble themselves. <laughs> getting tongued at again. <laughs> Speaking in tongues over here. They humble themselves. And they just say, you know, it's my fault. Mm. Um, as the manager, I have to take the responsibility mm. and teach my employees a better a better mm. way of doing something. Yeah. right? Or that they should have stepped in, Mm. you know, in some way. And, you know, also being humble is if there's great praise, if a manager is getting great praise, Mm. then they say to people, look, I'm not as good as my team. Mm. You know what I mean? Because with my team, I'm great. But without my team, I'm just just a regular person. Mm. That's good, yeah. The last one for me, I had it in my head and I kind of forgot. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I got it. And they have to be a community-based leader. Oh, okay. And be- I think this is important because wh- when I mean community-based, I think so if they're managing uh, a big management team, mm. right, or a group of leaders, you know, like maybe 10 of them, and if they're thinking like, okay, my way is the best way, mm. right, and so everybody has to follow my way instead of saying, look, 
we have a problem, let's collaborate. Mm. You know? Yeah. Someone that's saying, let's, it's kind of the same thing I was talking about, the team. The team is greater than the person, right? Yeah. So, like, if they're saying, if they're looking at their employees and saying, oh, what's the best solution? You know, using their skills to figure out a solution. Mm. Uh, and sometimes it's it's not always the best solution. You know, with, um, I'll, I'll give an example of a <laughs> actually a video game. So, like, Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> right? Kingdom Hearts 3. You haven't played it yet. I've, no. watched, I've watched some of the cutscenes. But then I feel like some of the cutscenes were influenced by the community or by people, right? Mm. And some of it works, some of it doesn't. Same thing with wrestling. I don't watch wrestling these days, but I see the comments on some of these YouTube videos about, oh, this person should turn heel. And then they, they, make, this, they make this character turn heel. Heel meaning turn into a bad guy, you know, oh, make them mm. all negative. Oh, have them swear at the audience, you know, have them tell them, oh, they're trash. You're all worms, blah, 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 <laughs> all that stuff. Or have, or have this person, oh, push this person, push him, make, make him a mainstream name in, in all the homes and stuff like that. But then sometimes that stuff doesn't work because then I've seen it where they listen to the audience or they listen mm. to the community and then it fails in the end. Mm. So, so it's then, also ha- having that, leadership to be able to make your own decisions sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah so what i mean by community based is for like a group of employees right they know who they can ask for input Mm. because they have that mindset like look this is their specialty this is their skills Mm. i'm gonna ask this group Mm. not gonna go to this group i'm gonna ask this group because i know this is their specialty yeah then i'll talk to this group when this problem comes up. Mm. So they're very they're able to identify the different communities yeah. in knowing what's the best solution for hmm. for something. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know. I just think that's one of the most important things because mm. if like I like I was saying, if if someone's just thinking their their way is the best way, there's always like human error. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then it just doesn't end up good in the end. Mm-hmm. So um, anything else? Anything else about <laughs> that was good. You know, we talked about good um, worth ethics and mm-hmm. um, just the differences between degrees and being able to integrate that with a career. Mm. You know, and then for people that are um, actually one one thing I want to tell people that are students because even though I'm a student now, um, I had like kind of like a career job. Mm-hmm. And I was I rose up the ranks to a managerial position mm-hmm. where I was um, managing people. And I want to tell people that going up the ranks is one of the it, it's not one of the most burdensome things because you'll you'll encounter people where it's just different personalities. You'll encounter uh, great people, but then you'll encounter bad people who will negatively influence you, mm. right? And when you're moving up the ranks, always stay consistent with your personality, your integrity. Mm. Stay consistent with who yeah. you are because people will try to stretch you in a direction that they want you to. Mm. And uh or they they want you to stretch, you know, they want they want you to lean towards their side. Because with more p- positional power, they'll want that kind of lean. They'll mm. want that kind of exposure or 
that advantage. So just stay consistent. And I never had that problem no. when I was doing it. But I've seen just I've seen people have, you know, steered in a different direction because mm-hmm. with more responsibility and more positional power, then they just kind of lost their way. Yeah, for and sure. L- lost their track. And um, I think it's important for people to know that because. I mean, it happens, you know, it's just human error. Like I tell people, it's yeah. like, it, it's bound to happen. And people are bound to think like, wow, I have all this part. Like I can just do this and this and this and not care. And, you know, that's, it's part of integrity, but part of being true to yourself as well. And just doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. And with that, it's the end of the podcast. Oh, <laughs> that was but, a good one that's a very good one i think that's something that a lot of people our age and even older and younger need to hear too mm-hmm. just to make cur- the right career decisions oh yeah because i mean there's there's a lot of older um uh, they say untraditional mm. students now you're going into different careers and stuff like that and um yeah it's great i i like college it's it's there's so many people on different tracks of life mm-hmm. that you meet and it's like, it's great. I mean, you get the stoners sometimes <laughs> <laughs> or you get, <sighs> you get these people that are home, homeschooled their whole life. And then this is college is like the first class they ever step into. <laughs> yep. And it's crazy <laughs> because it's like, whoa, like they, they, you know, they, they just say some random stuff and I'm like, okay, you know, this is, uh, yeah. Hey, what you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Or you get, or you get people like real local. You get people with families that that don't have a lot of income and stuff like that. And mm. and the person that's going to college now is it's kind the of the first like, one in their family. Sometimes, right? Yeah. It's the first one in their family, and it's mm-hmm. you know they have something to prove. They have a chip on their shoulder, and it's like mm. it's so cool to see them, yeah, kind of progress through college and stuff mm. again. Agreed. And they got people like me who, you know, had a career and then it got cut. And then now I'm pursuing another career, yeah. right? And that's just being able to share that story with people is, you know, it's pretty awesome, I think. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, thank you for joining me, Kelsey. Thank yeah, you for... Thank you for having me. That was coming, fun. Yeah, thanks for coming on my podcast. And it's um, it's great. I, I apologize for the long hiatus. I just been um, just been so many things, you know, and it's he's been driving around in that new car, <laughs> just going out driving <laughs> for like a couple months. <laughs> but it's it's great, and I'll, I'll try my best to keep things consistent. Um, you know, I have I have a few guests that I have in mind for the next showings, mm. so stay tuned. Until the next time, thanks again for joining us. Shoot. <laughs>